coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. We're recording. Oh, oh shut up! What? <laughs> Why'd you start that without telling me? All right. Oh my okay, You're good. Bing, bing. Sorry if you guys heard that other stuff. Sorry. Disclaimer. <laughs> no, me too, please. But sorry. Anyway. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. John, good to see I'm you. Here. Good to have you back. I'm here with the dog. I just got back from Florida. Um, oh my God, it was such a good trip. Um, I went to a black belt um, promotion, um, and it wasn't just testing people to black belt. It was different degrees. So like, it was a first degree black belt to second. There was a couple of them. Then there's a couple third to fourth. And there was 14 people to start with. We ended it with 13. And... Laborio was there with me, uh, Ricardo Laborio, you know, the founder of American Top Team and one of the, uh, the guy that beat Mario Spari in the super match. One of the best jujitsu guys on the planet. He's been on the show. He's been on the show and he was there with me helping, helping promote these guys. So it was me, Laborio, and Frank Silverman and, um, and Mike Metzger who own a chain of martial arts gyms. Um, called Championship Martial Arts, and they're in, in Orlando, Florida. And then they have an affiliation where they affiliate different schools all around the country, and it's called Championship Martial Arts. Um, it is a, it's a chain of schools, but you can never call these guys the McDojo because let me tell you something. This testing right here that we did this weekend, it was Friday night from 6.30 to 11.00. And then they had to be at the beach the next morning, Saturday morning at 6.15, and they trained till noon. This was no McDojo training. They did hundreds of push-ups, squats, sit-ups, burpees, punches, kicks, takedowns. They had to grapple in the water, grapple in the sand, do takedowns in the sand, spar. They had to, it was a, the kind of black belt test where, where if it was like a Navy SEALs, Training. It was like Navy Steel's boot camp for two days. It was it was so tough I couldn't believe it. And these guys and girls were unbelievable how tough they were. They did katas, which I don't like katas, right? And part of their testing was some of their katas. But besides that, they also did like grappling where they were doing arm bars, mount escapes, takedowns, double leg slams, judo throws. And it was like watching these guys just continually training through through such exhaustion it was it was it was really awe-inspiring and I was really really uh, I was really impressed with championship martial arts um, and I was in, I was impressed that we I was I was grateful that we got to take part of it me and Laborio because me and Laborio you know we're like UFC train we train UFC guys and we're like I'm like a striking guy, and he's a grappling guy, and these were karate guys, but they were tough as fuckish. They were tough as nails. Do so, you think their testing was harder because you and Laboria were there? I think it might have been, but but to be honest, like it might have been tougher, but if they weren't tougher, they wouldn't have made it. So, so maybe not, because 
they there was no quit. One guy quit for between day one and t- day two. He didn't make it to day two. But the 13 out of 14 that did, they were animals. Animals. Just unbelievable. There's four women that, that, that were kicking ass. And these guys, I mean, there's like, I think one kid was 15 and they were, I don't know the ages. But it was so impressive that I, I just, I had a, a newfound appreciation for martial artists. And you'd think, oh, they do katas. They're a karate school. But then watching them with their takedowns, because they cross-train at that championship martial arts. I mean, um, you know, Mike Metzger is, a, I think, purple belt in jiu-jitsu. He trains with Laborio three times a week, because um, Laborio lives in, uh, in um, Orlando, Florida. And so does that's where they're headquartered. Um, so it was a really impressive trip. Um, one thing I got to do is I got to drive in the Tesla like, I don't know, I forget which model it was, but it's the one where when he stepped on the freaking gas pedal, he went like this. It goes from 0 to 60 in 2.4 seconds. 2.4 seconds. That's the, like, it's like the fastest streetcar in the planet right now. And it was like, it drives itself. And I thought that was a joke until we were on the freeway going 75 miles an hour and he was looking back talking, uh, playing with his iPad, not even looking at the road. And it was like, the car was like, it was impressive. It was, it was a really impressive. And it was a great trip. So Florida was great. I love the water there. I love the temperature there. I love Florida. Um, but I'm, I'm here in California, and, I, and I, I like California. Hate the politics. I love the people. Our beach would be pretty cold if we were doing that. You could not do that water. Because they were actually grappling in the water. It was like, it was between your ankle and your knee. They were actually full on underwater grappling. And then they'd come up a little bit. Then the tide would come out and they'd be, it was so impressive that I couldn't believe it. They were doing takedowns in the water. Then judo throws in the water. Then we, I, I made, a, then I made a, a ring in the soft sand and they had to do full on takedowns sumo so they would take each other down push each other out and then when then i did then i played tag team sumo we did tag team wrestling these people were tough let me tell you there was no quit in any of them except for the one one guy punked out um but the other ones were like oh man these guys are not just your average karate guy they might do their katas and think they're just karate but they also cross train they knew how to do takedowns throws mount escapes mounts arm bars they were it's so impressed. Championship martial arts is a very and they're very successful. Each school um, um, grosses enough each month to afford their instructors and stuff a very comfortable lifestyle. It's it's a good lifestyle to be a martial arts instructor, and these guys have have been able to and and I think I do too been able to become a traditional martial arts school where we do belt testing, we do traditional martial arts stuff, we have, you know, we have a gi and stuff like that, but we're also very effective. And we've we've been able to cross, you know, juggle that very well. And this school is too, Championship Martial Arts, and we are actually affiliated with them and I'm proud to be there. Cool. So, so what else we got? Um... What else we got? We got fights that were on this weekend, the Bellator fights. Bellator fights. Let's talk about some Bellator fights. So I got to tell you one thing. Man, those were good. I thought they were pretty good fights. That was a good card. The main card was good. Um, I don't know. Where's the difference now between Bellator and the UFC? I think UFC is still this much higher end because, okay, 
I, I gotta well, tell you, I loved watching it. You got Mike Goldberg announcing, oh, along man. with Big John McCarthy Big announcing. John. The the refs are Herb Dean. They got the same refs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a circle instead of an octagon. Other than that, man, the talent is they had they had some pretty good talent. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm looking at this right now. Okay, yeah, Gegard Mustasi and uh, Rory McDonald. So those two are are those two guys are. Top level UFC. Okay, so yeah, well, I mean, they're, top, they're top level Bellator. Both of them have belts, right? Um, but if they were in the UFC, they both be top level they're, UFC. They're too. pretty. They're they're, pretty they're top, level. top level. Okay, so they were top level. Rampage and Vandalay wouldn't be top level, but because of their because of their history and who they are, they'd be fighting in the UFC. And their fight was freaking ten times better than I thought it'd be. I was so impressed with. I was impressed with both of them, to be honest. You we'll know what? I, what I was impressed with at that fight is the announcers both say, "Yeah, these guys are well past their prime." So it's not like they're trying to put on these fights, and uh, you know they're not they're hyping them up like they're something they're not. Yeah, the guys yeah. they're forty and forty two years old, but they put on a good fight. It was a good and fight. And they're now, I mean, they're they're straight. I mean, they come out with it that they're kind of yeah. a little past their prime. Doesn't mean it wasn't entertaining. No, when you uh, put them together, it's the styles and the people that make the fight. Like uh, Rampage coming down to two hundred five wouldn't do that well against uh, any two hundred five guy in the UFC, or to be honest, probably in in uh, Bellator right now. And either would Vandalay, but against each other, putting those two guys together, it's an entertaining fight, and and they showed everything, including their skill level and their their heart. I mean, they both got tagged. But just my point is. The difference you look at, you look at UFC, you look at Bellator in years past for me, and you're like, okay, UFC is where everyone wants to be. Bellator is kind of like the secondary, you know. Oh well, some fighters go there after they can't be in the UFC. I think that gap or on their way up that or on their way up, but I think that gap might be narrowing. Is my only point. I, I think it's gar- narrowing, but I still think there is a point. I think I think if if you guys know baseball, you got single A, double A, triple A baseball. Then they go to the majors. And so AAA would be like Bellator. But it's it's a lot closer to the majors than it used to be, but it's still one step below it. Um, but with guys like uh, uh, Aaron Pico and Douglas Lima yeah, um, and Gegard fighting Rory. Well, let's talk about these fights. All right, let's, so The first one on the main card was Aaron Pico and Higo. Leandro it, Higo. Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it uh, Gilbert Melendez's wife? Wasn't I don't think that I didn't see that one. It wasn't on. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, so it must have been on the main. Uh, okay. Well, if you go, you can talk about that one. I didn't see it. I have it here. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, Dakota Zimmerman versus Carrie uh, Melendez. Uh, it was a close fight. I I thought Carrie won by this much. Her striking uh, versus Car- uh, Dakota's grappling. So it was your typical gra- uh, strapple- striker versus grappler. Uh, Carrie showed great, um, great kickboxing and, and Zim, uh, Dakota showed uh, great uh, jiu-jitsu. I think, I think it was uh, Dakota's first MMA match, to be honest. And if it was, she's, she's going to go somewhere. Um, if, that was, if that was really Dakota Zimmerman's first MMA match, I think she has a bright future in MMA. Uh, Carrie Melendez has it all. She has the looks. She has the skills. She has the family. Uh, her and her and Gilbert Melendez make such a good team, um, so I love watching her just because I love Gilbert. I don't know her; I don't think I've ever met her, but Gilbert's such a good guy. I know him really well, and he's a great guy. 
So that's a great family. And Dakota Zimmerman, your first that was her first fight. Man, you're going to see more of her. She is a, a submission uh, genius. But anyway, so that was the first fight. And then we went to uh, Aaron Pico against uh, Leonardo uh, Higo. Higo, right? Higo? Higo, Higo yeah. yeah. Good fight. I mean, this guy was uh, fifth, 18 and 4 going in against Aaron Pico, who was 3 and 1 going in. Um, um, good fight. Uh, Aaron is just Aaron is gonna be a champion. Whether whether he becomes a, a Bellator champion first, he might have some roots there and some loyalty to Bellator, so he'll win the title there. But he, unless Bellator does catch up to UFC, which I don't think it will, and not anytime soon, I think you're gonna see Aaron in the UFC really soon. But I think he's gonna win a title in 155 division of the. Uh, Bellator first. He's got it all. He was a he was a he was a world class Golden Glove champion boxer as a teenager and an Olympic level wrestler. Bing before MMA. So he was like MMA before before he put the two together. He was already mixing his martial arts between boxing and wrestling, and it shows. I mean, he's like he's a freak and he's gonna be a champion. There's. There's no doubt in my mind, unless he shows a weak chin or a weak heart, which I don't think you can at any any at, at this level with him going as far as he did in boxing and wrestling. So I don't think he can show a weak heart or or uh, or a weak chin. He must have tons of both. His skill level, he will be a champion MMA fighter in Bellator and UFC. I think the only thing that. wrong. I agree. I think the only thing wrong with this fight is that Big John McCarthy wasn't in the ring <laughs> to stop it. I thought it, he even mentioned that it should have been stopped. He's like, "Why is this still going?" Because um, Higo got knocked out basically, and the fight just kept going. Yeah, I, I. The ref kept running side to side watching, and yeah. then and then Big John is unfortunately just commentating, and he's saying, "Well, yeah. this should be stopped." Yeah. I think Big John should have a big buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> so Well to be honest he could just stop a fight because he know he knew that guy was out and he's not even in the ring with him. Well let me let me tell you. For all you trainers out there, if this guy this, and I do remember now, so the referee was going from side to side and the guy was out and, and I we could tell on TV and Big John could tell. If you're the trainer and you can see that too, you should have a little white towel. Throw the fucking towel in the cage, guys. Throw the towel in the cage. It didn't Save it. your fighter. Letting him fight didn't do him any good. He just yeah. got beat up more and took more damage. I, I don't know why fight. Why don't? Why are trainers so so they they they're they're so neglectful? Neglectful. They're neglectful. so. They're but they're optimistic. I know, but why are they not throwing? They're neglectful or they're that's the word. Like they're not doing it. They could, they should do it, but they're not. Anyway, why don't they throw the towel in? They should throw the towel in. I'm not, I'm not bragging, but I've thrown so many towels in the cage and the ring. If my fighter's getting hurt, that's what you do. You don't wait for the. If the ref is like, oh shit, he's knocked out, then you see the referee doesn't stop it that second. You should have a towel in your fucking hand, and it should go into the cage. You would have been. You wouldn't have a towel. You'd probably be in the ring. You can't. It's locked. <laughs> well, it's locked. But I would be. In, I would throw the towel in right away. I, I think Big John needs a big red buzzer. If he's going to be commentating and not be in the ring, 
He's got so much experience. Best referee ever. He's got so much yeah. experience, and he's there. He's the, he should. That must be really painful. He should just yell. You Stop ask, the fight! You should ask him because... Well, he was yelling that into the... I mean, he was basically saying that into the TV. So this fight should be stopped, but it must be very frustrating for him to watch this fight. It must be very frustrating for him. And, and feel like he could really protect that guy. It should have been stopped sooner, in my opinion, but I don't know. I'm not a ref, but if Big John thinks it should have been stopped... It probably should have been stopped. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, I think that was a late stoppage, Aaron Pico. I didn't even remember that, but now that you think about it, I do remember. And um, uh, we should ask Big John what he thinks about that. I'm gonna ask him because I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh shit! Change. Oh, he got a new number now. Sorry. Or maybe he just got me on. Uh, he might have me on Do Not Call. It's called Ignore. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> right, wait a second. But anyway, all right. Anyway, yeah, it should have been stopped. I remember that now. And then we came... And then, um... Lima and Koreshkov. Yeah, both really good. But Lima... Lima's so good. Um, Lima... I don't know. Did he turn down a UFC something? Because he's like a 170-pounder that... I think he could fight anyone. Anyone in the UFC right now. This was... This is part of their welterweight Grand yeah. Prix. Yeah. So this is the first fight they're having. Bellator's having their welterweight Grand Prix. He's, this was the first fight. He's so good. It's not even funny. But these guys have fought before. I think they each won one. Okay. And this was their. Oh, this was the rubber, rubber match? match. Yeah, this is the rubber match. A real rubber that. match. We talked about yeah. rubber matches on this show, but this yeah. was a real rubber match. They both won one. I didn't know that. Okay. So um, wow. I think one of them included a spinning back kick to Lima. I remember uh, in the highlights there were some good highlights from their fights because uh, they're both really good. I mean, watching them fight was. Impressive as shit. These two guys, these two guys are the top level MMA. No matter what production they're fighting under, they're both top top level. Yeah, so it was a good fight. It went to the fifth round, didn't it? Did you go to five rounds? I think it went to a fifth round submission and then stopped it. Yeah, he got a submission. Yeah, and he, he got did. a rear, rear naked choke. I, I'm so impressed with Douglas Lima. I met him, and he's such a nice guy. And uh, him and his brother are two really good fighters. His brother's fought on the Ultimate Fighter and been in the UFC. Uh, but Douglas Lima is, is is going places. He's gonna. I I don't know why he's on the UFC. Maybe, to be honest, like some guys like the Bellator better. It's a different feel, a different. It's a different vibe. Well, some of them um, might be able to make more money. Yeah, especially I think with Rampage uh, made like three hundred thousand dollars for that fight. Not really. So UFC isn't gonna give him that, but he's not in the UFC anymore. Plus, you can get. Uh, Plus, you can make money with sponsors, which you can't do in the UFC. Yeah, it's kind of, for me, it kind of watching it's kind of throwback to earlier yeah. UFC, where the guys can wear what they want, they can be sponsored. Um, yeah. You've got Goldberg announcing, you've got yeah. Sean McCarthy. This was, a good, this was a good card. This is a damn good card. It made me really, uh, you know, it, it was a good Bellator fight. I'm not crazy about the new, uh, the new app you have to get. Um, but whatever, it wasn't that hard. and you got to get some app to watch the fight now. It used to be on... Spike and sometimes it's on pay per view, but this one now it's you have to get an app, and I guess you have to stream it to your TV, right? Yeah, but maybe that'll who knows how long that'll go on. Yeah, they people are always, they're always changing it. But anyway, that was a good fight. So all right, the next fight after that was Rampage Jackson fought uh, Vanderlei Silva for the fourth time, right? They're even now. They gotta fight one more time. <laughs> they need right. to fight one more so time. So they're like forty and forty two years old. Um, I don't know. Rampage was huge. He, I think he definitely had quite a bit of weight on, uh, on, on Silva in this yeah. fight. Yeah, two six. Oh, it's on there. Two sixty five versus two thirty. So 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good fight. Um, I was super impressed with both of them. I think, I think Rampage looked really good. But I think Vandalay came back from, from like, adversity swinging, man. And it, it, it went, the fight went back and forth. I mean, there was a couple times where you thought Rampage was in trouble. And he came I'll, right back. Yeah, he yeah. came right back. That he did. Impressive. He did. I mean, Rampage has a chin. I don't think Rampage has ever been knocked out. Dude, I don't think he's Silva ever been... has a chin. Holy crap. Yeah, but I've seen him knocked out cold. In but fact, he, Rampage knocked him out. But he took some hits. He took some fight. hits this fight. Yeah, he's, he's tough as shit. They both are. But I don't think Rampage... Mark, Mark. Uh, I mean, you can check it out, but I don't think Rampage has ever been knocked out. I think he's been stopped a couple times. But I don't think he's ever been knocked out. He's got a fucking chin. I know that. What happened in Chuck's fight against Silva? Vanderlei Silva? Uh... That was uh That was uh Chuck, Chuck one, yeah. Chuck won a decision. So they fought once? Yeah. Yeah, they fought once. I was pretty impressed with uh those shots he took from Rampage in this fight and stayed, you know Yeah. He stayed with it. Yeah. For a while. For a while he yeah. did he did end up he did, but, did end up going down. But he it went but that fight up till then, I think it was Fight of the Night. Um I don't know what they make for Fight of the Night in Bellator, but uh Fight of the Night UFC you make fifty uh fifty or fifty five Fifty or fifty-five thousand, um, but I think it showed a lot for both guys, and I was really happy to see Vandalay coming back. And the fight went back and forth, so it was a really exciting fight. Uh, but I love Rampage. Rampage is man; he's gonna be a fucking movie. He's good in movies if you watch him. I don't think he's gonna win an Academy Award, but he's a good actor. I mean, he's not. He's not gonna be like. I don't know who's the guy from Rivet, Riveting, or Riveting, Riveting. Remember where you get eaten by the ho- by the tiger, <laughs> right. by the bear, by the bear, 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 yeah. Revenant, Revenant, Revenant. What's the guy's name? <laughs> How do I even know what you're talking about? Revenant. What's, Revenant. He, what's the guy's name? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's not going to be a late Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> so he's not going to win like Academy Awards. But he's gonna. He could be a, a working actor. I think he he's could be. He's been in movies, right? Wasn't he Mr. T or something? And, and he, he, well, he was in. Uh, he was in what do you call it? a team? Yeah, Mr. T. Is that what it was? Yeah, he played Mr. T. Okay. So, oh, who Mr. T played. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think he was really good. He's a good actor. And Vandalay is such a tough guy. I love him, but I I wasn't really happy to see him fight anymore. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. Unless unless he fights Rampage one more time. Well, yeah, now they got, they need a. They're four. You're even now. You got one more. Now you got to do a rubber match. So, what's that mean? Rubber match? Where's that come from? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. Where where is it? A long uh, time. All right, this one right here. These are these. This is your typical. I mean, this could be a fight in the top of the UFC. Wherever this fight is, these two guys are the top of this their is organization. Gegard Mousasi and Rory McDonald. Unbelievable. So, so Gegard Mousasi is the champion at one eighty five, and McDonald's a champion at one seventy. So McDonald came up to fight him in that weight class, but there is definitely a weight difference at the time that they they fought. Yeah, definitely a weight difference. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and sometimes that makes more of a difference than others. But this time it made a big difference. Um, um, Gegard Mustavi is is he's so good to watch. I love watching him. He's so he's so methodical and 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 mechanical, and he he's so deliberate. And when he's on top of you, he's so fucking heavy. I mean, I've never seen anyone get out from under him. And he just pounds. Once he gets on top of you, he'll pound you. And that's, mis- mis- I mean, 
it's kind of weird because he's he's known to be a kickboxer. I mean, I think he fought K1. He's K1 level kickboxer, and he's so good at striking. But then once he gets you to the ground, he all of a sudden he becomes a ground fighter, and he he has some submissions too. But he's just an all around MMA fighter. But I always just picture him like being a stand up guy. But he he took Rory down and just beat him down. I mean, it was it was kind of even for like ten seconds, and then Gegard just came forward and fucking he was like he's like a machine. I thought the what won this fight for Gegard was his jab and the straight right he was throwing were just brutal. The the slow motion replays they had of that jab, I mean, they looked pretty damaging for a jab. I don't know who else has a jab like that, but that it seemed pretty effective. And I think McDonald didn't want to stand with him anymore and was trying to take him down ineffectively and ended up ended up getting basically taken down. It was, yeah. And then got just pounded. Pounded brutally, brutally. But I thought Jab was impressive. I don't yeah. know if that's all timing or speed or... Probably and yeah. power. I mean, it wasn't just... He wasn't touching him. He was really blasting yeah. him with his jab. And, which... and, and kudos to Rory for wanting to come up to 185 after being the 170-pound... I mean, presently the 170-pound champion. And for coming up to 85... To meet a guy like Gegard is like, you got to be fucking crazy to want to do that. But he did it. And he fucking went in there and, and fought him. Gegard Mustasi, for all you guys out there, old timers, old timers, boxing fans. Gegard Mustasi reminds me of Carlos Palomino. Okay, for all you old timers, Carlos Palomino, the way they fight, stand up. is <laughs> boxing. But... If you don't know who Carlos Palomino is, uh, YouTube him and check out some of his fights. And the stand-up looked like it. The way he just powers that jab and has that straight right hand uh, reminded me of Carlos Palomino. But he's he's brutal. Is he going back in the UFC? I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. Uh, maybe he's been out already, kicked out or something. Or I don't know. Maybe, they don't, maybe he doesn't get along. Maybe he doesn't want to fight. Maybe he loves Bellator. But whatever... Maybe he's making more money in Bellator. Could be. Wherever Gegard wants to go, he's going to be a fucking champion. And if not a champion, he's going to be in the top three at any any division at any time. There was no... At the top... All the fights I fought, there was no sloppy fighting. No. It was, they were, these were some pretty high-level fights. They were definitely yeah. entertaining fights. But to be and, honest, and you the don't always see it. The announcers were great. Yeah, the announcers. And then that other guy. Who's that other guy? There's that other guy that always rhymes and shit. Oh, in Bellator? Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's Mike Goldberg and, and then there's the other J- guy. Big John. Yeah, there's it? another guy in and out. I forget his name. We'll find it. But who is it? There, it wasn't the only two? I think those Maybe were for all, the prelims then. They had guys that were like breaking down the fights between fights. Yeah, um, maybe that was it. That were off at a there's table. There's a guy I recognize. He sounded like he was one of the guys from Pride. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, okay, whatever. So maybe I'm hearing things. I've been hit a lot. That could be true. Anyway, no Good UFC fights. fights this weekend, but great Bellator fights. Um, yeah. And so this started off their welterweight Grand Prix, so we'll see where that goes. See where that goes, and now we'll see. But now someone's get... got to fight Rory now. Now Rory's going to go back in. I think Rory will be in his, his weight class. Right, but he, right, he's fighting. He has a fight lined up like in a couple months already. Yeah, I don't know who they. I don't know who it is. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know either. Uh, we got a lot on Chuck. Chuck's Chuck started his training camp now, so um, 
um, I'll probably be going down to LA and, and work with him a little and then uh, get that going. But that's, there's not much to talk about. He just started his camp, even though he's already in shape and he's been training for the last couple months. So I don't, I don't see, I don't see too many ways that uh, Tito can beat him. Just like, I mean, I don't know. Just, just like, I mean, to be honest, it's like, maybe it's not quite as bad, but it'd be like, it'd be like you training a UFC fighter for a title. Right versus me training him, who would do a better job, or maybe me doing a rotator cuff surgery, and you know, so I mean, we just basically what I'm trying to say is they're in different leagues. Even though uh, Tito's really a game guy and he's a tough guy and he's a go getter, he's just never been in Chuck's league. So go, I went back and watched both of those fights. They're two fights which yeah. weren't that far apart, but these were like spectacle fight, spectacle level fights. Man, Chuck was impressive. Holy cow! In both of those fights, um, yeah. just brutal beatdowns of T. I can't. Tito's got to be scared. I mean, if you go back and watch either of those fights, I mean, I would be scared to beat Tito. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to, I had to re rematch about you know against the guy I've talked about before who knocked me down and hurt me so bad, and then I fought him again, and it was it just played in my head. Then I knocked him out, and then I fought him a third time, which is called rubber match. Um, but even going into the third match. It was just in my head, you know, like, fuck, this guy hits so hard. So with Tito, he's got two of those with no wins. At least the third fight, I was thinking of the way I knocked him out. I was like, well, at least I got a chance because I knocked him out. What is Tito going to draw from in his, his, uh, in his memory banks of what am I going to do different against Chuck? I mean, I've been knocked out. I've been knocked out bad once and been the shit beat out of me the second time and then knocked out the third round, right? Um, so where's he going to think of, where's his, where's his light at the end of the, the, the tunnel for Tito? Yeah. Well, if he can get a win, he can at least say beat Chuck, but no, I know. But when, when he said, how is he going to beat him? Where's the tunnel? Where's at the light is, how is he going to beat him? A left hook, a straight, right, a double leg. How's he going to beat him? Cause like, He's at least not going to take him down. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be an interesting fight. Um, I don't know. The, going back and watching those two previous fights, um, they were pretty exciting fights. I was Tito there. was just outclassed. I was there, by the way, guys. I remember he was there. Was there was a couple beatdowns? Yeah, there's a great uh, shot of you. Okay, so you're you're in Chuck's corner, and Chuck's tired and comes out or whatever. You've got the water bottle. You're drinking out of it. <laughs> this I get thirsty. Chuck's, Chuck's water. You're the trainer. You got water for Chuck, and you're just sitting in the back was, drinking his water. I actually got. I used to get so thirsty when I was training people. And the water's right there. It's like, and I'm trying <laughs> and, to yell. And, and I you know what? Big John looks so young. He was oh, a ref. He looks so young. If you go back and watch those fights, he looks really young in those. Um, great fights. You guys should all go back and watch both of those fights coming up to Chuck's next. If fight. you're an MMA fan, you should have. Fight, fight pass. pass. You should have. Fight now pass. you got to get this new thing too. Dazone. Dazone is that what it's called? Dazone. Yeah, you got to get this too. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't know why you got to get it, but, um, yeah, it's called D A Z N. D A Z N. Yeah, it's a streaming thing. Yeah. I think you can sign up for free. So if there's a big, I think it costs money after, but you can sign up yeah. for a trial. It's like ten bucks a month or something. But, but even before that. If you don't have Fight Pass, you sh- it's a it's such a worth ten dollars a month. You can go back 
back, back, and get so many You just videos. pick a fighter. You can pick Chuck, and you can go see every one of his old fights in order. It's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. And, you can, and it just goes right to the fight. Um, it's really good. Yeah. So somebody put a question on one of our, maybe our last podcast about steroids. They're talking about, like, a steroid right. shot in a shoulder or a knee, and is that prohibited? And, you know, the, the body that regulates that for UFC, not for, I don't know what Bellator uses, they don't use this, but is USADA, which is, um, which is the local United States arm of uh, the World Anti-Doping Agency. But they have a whole list of banned substances and accepted substances and what you can do and can't do, what you can use in competition and out of competition. And someone asked, well, what about getting a cortisone shot? So if you're getting a cortisone shot, that's not an anabolic or muscle-building steroid it's an anti-inflammatory steroid so getting a shot in a joint um is is but, not prohibited but know. will it will it even though it is a it's a non it's a not steroid it's a it's an anti-inflammatory but is it do you think if they find a trace of it it's it's prohibitive i think you may have to tell you you're using it i don't know if you need a therapeutic use exemption or whatever they call it but it's not a banned substance for for training, I mean, you get injured, you you have treatment or whatever. That is something you can do. You may have to notify. I don't know if you have to notify USADA or not. We can look into that. But it's not one of those banned. Someone just asks, is it a banned substance? Yeah, it's not, not in that way. It's not. It's not. It's not performance enhancing. It's it's like it's. It, it kind of is in a way because if you're injured, yeah. you know, you can get over an injury yeah. or decrease inflammation. But, then, but it's, so is Ella, you know, so is Advil, Advil. Yeah. right? So there's there's certain levels to it, but. And then, like we've talked about before, sub, sub substances you can't use in competition, but as long as you're not in competition, you can use it like marijuana, which brings up, what's his name? Or the Xanax. marijuana... Or Xanax. The marijuana poster boy in the UFC is, uh, yeah. what's his name? Sean O'Malley. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was Nick Diaz. I thought you were going to say Nick Diaz. Well, no. Sean O'Malley wears, like, everything's yeah. got a marijuana leaf on it, and he's always smoking weed, and then he just got popped by you. So he's, he's out of the next fight. He was going to be on that card. For pot? I don't know. I don't know what it was for. Because now they don't... They keep it a secret, basically. But he came out and said he failed his drug test. I, I don't know if they've released I, what it was. They just seem like such a government organization that can be bought and paid for. They just... I mean... Now they do. Yeah, they're just bought and paid for. It's like, if you snitch. It's a joke, yeah. <laughs> it's such a joke, man. But whatever. I mean... I think it started off with good intentions, but uh, but now they just... They've... 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 Sold, they've Sold their soul, I guess. I so know. it was two days ago we failed the USADA drug test. There was a violation. He said he's out of the card. It was the, on the next card. It was on the big Conor McGregor-Khabib card. He was supposed to fight. And he's an entertaining guy to watch fight. He's like 10-0. and 0. Um, He must be... He says it uh, stems from a contaminated supplement. <laughs> so that's not weed. Is that... The, is that <laughs> that's that's got to be steroids. God, what I mean? Let me ask you, how fucking stupid do you have to be to take a contaminated substance? You just got to be stupid to do it. No, you got to be like John Jones said. Now he's afraid to go out to eat because someone's gonna spike his food with steroids and make him fail his test. That's paranoia. Yeah. So he's saying <laughs> that the other ones weren't were spiked by accident. It's, it's such a. It's become. It be, it's become a travesty and a joke. I mean, come on, guys. Seriously? So you're taking a vitamin... You're going out to fucking Trader Joe's and get some vitamin emergency 
and it's gonna be tainted. What the fuck are you taking? Seriously, what what do you have to be taking to be tainted? Vitamin C? What B twelve? No, no, you're taking tainted steroids. <laughs> it's, it's a joke now. And now you just gotta snitch on someone, and you can get off. So you know that now. So. It's it's become it start off. I think the UFC got it with good intention, but now it's just a fucking joke. It's a joke, and nobody's gonna take it serious anymore. Well, what it is. It's, it does make everything a mess. That's for sure. So John Jones will be back fighting what before the end of the year? Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna be rooting for him personally. Yeah. So I doubt. I hope DC never fights him again. No. He has nothing to prove to fight John Jones. I just think if you fight and you get buzzed for steroids. It, it erases whatever you've accomplished because that means whatever you've accomplished, you only accomplished because of, of roids. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, to me, that's common sense. You just, you can think that way. I mean, to me, two plus two is four. That's four. Like two, you, two plus two doing steroids, four is you being a champion or how you are a fighter. The two equal how you are as a fighter. So you plus the steroids make you as a fighter. And, and everything else gets erased. All your great fighting. John Jones is known as the best fighter ever. And I agree with that. But now that you know that he's been steroiding the whole time, then you've got to think, how good would he have been if he wasn't steroiding all the time? And you have to think that. Just like how good would have Jose Canseco been or the guy from Cuba. Who was that other guy? The home run hitter with all the steroids. From Cuba? Yeah, I think it was from Cuba, Panama or Brazil. I don't or, know baseball. But anyway, so and all these home run hitters that get popped for steroids, it takes away their, their home runs. It takes away because they probably wouldn't have got them if they didn't do steroids. I don't think John Jones would have been where he is without the steroids. So you can think he's the greatest like I did. I honestly did. But now when I look back, all his great accomplishments – were accomplished with the help of steroids. So it takes away from everything. It takes it all away. And that's such a shame. It's a fucking travesty is what it is. But it's true. I mean, he did that on purpose. Nobody forced him to do steroids. So he chose to do steroids. Then he made it to the top and he was the greatest fighter because of the steroids. No? I agree. Can you disagree? Anyone out there disagree? Comment. If you disagree with that, I want to hear how you disagree with it. How could you say that? It's like, I mean, it, it's like, if without the steroids, would the guy still been, would, would, would Jose Canseco still be the home run guy? Probably not if he wasn't doing the steroids. Do you think any of those bodybuilders like Lou Ferrigno or, or, or uh, like um, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger or Franco Colombo, do you think any of those guys would have reached where they are without the help of steroids? Be honest. Do you think any of these huge 400-pound running a 40 in like two seconds, do you think any of those guys would have been there if it wasn't for steroids? No. Steroids helped all those guys get there, and it helped John Jones get there. So without the steroids, Franco Colombo wouldn't be, you wouldn't even know his name. You would not know Arnold Schwarzenegger's name if it wasn't for steroids. And I don't think you know John Jones' name either. It sounds like you're making an argument for steroids. No, I think it's great. <laughs> I, think, I think it's great. It's a great way to do it. But that's what did it for you. You just have to admit it. You have to say, I'm here and I'm great, but steroids helped me get here. And if it wasn't for steroids, I would never get here. Please be honest about that. Honesty.
It's in short supply. All right. You're Good. So next week we got Conor big, McGregor. Big fights on Saturday. Khabib. Yes. We've got we've been doing a show for a year. A year. So we'll have a big show. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's this our, is your most important anniversary. It's our yeah. <laughs> Forget that wife thing. <laughs> she already thinks don't, we're gay. Don't. So anyway, you have a big anniversary. We have a big anniversary coming up. I think it'll be like a year. And uh, if anyone knows what a rubber match is or where it comes, we where know what did it the is. word rubber match? But why come is they? Why do they call it that? Why do they call it? Because it bounces match? back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. What with the steroids, guys? But you no. can't call it a rubber match if someone won two and then you have a third fight. That's yeah, not a rubber can't. match. Chuck and Chuck and Tito. That's not this a rubber. This is match. not a rubber match. No, it's a match of yeah, some sort. It's a match. <laughs> All right, John. Good. See you next week. Good. Perfect.